thing. The universe does not respond greatly to needy energy. Instead, letting it go and trusting the journey and trusting the process and trusting the universe will get you to your results, whether that's weight loss results, body results, new house, new job, more money, whatever it may be. But needy energy repels the support of the universe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Empire Life podcast. I'm your host, Allison Ramsey, and the founder of Empire Life, where we mentor women who are scaling their online empires. Today, I am with Angelica Ventrice. She is the CEO of Fit for Life Transformation Program, and it's helped transform over 800 women's lives to date. And I'll hand it over to her to introduce herself a little bit more. Thank you. Yes, we've helped so many women all over the world. Our program is really unique in that we don't just help women quote unquote lose weight or transform their bodies we go deeper into holistic healing and gut health and mindset and and really help them create a permanent change um i've been doing this for 13 years and i also do some business coaching as well i'm originally from new york and now i reside in beautiful maui hawaii (laughs) what brought you to hawaii I'm sure everybody's wondering. I've always wanted to live in a warm place. I moved from New York to California and then California to Maui. I moved my business online when we lived in California. So over five years ago. So before pandemic hit, I had ready, I guess I was ahead of the curve. I already had the idea to take my health coaching. I was doing everything in person. And I decided to move, move it online. And we had visited Maui often from California. I even visited it when I lived in New York and I just always really loved it. So we came on a trip here and I said to my fiance, would you live here? Kind of like half kidding. I was like, would you move here? And he was like, sure. So then we just decided to move because why not? California was, it was very crowded. It was beautiful, but it's crowded and we just wanted a change. So here we are. It's fantastic. I've been hearing more about it, about how people vacation there yearly and and how much they love and energy of the island. Exactly. Very unique energy. I mean, if you live in a lot of people from like California, Canada, Texas visit here, obviously it's a little bit farther from the East coast, but it's still worth the visit for sure. Nice. Yeah. I'm in Austin. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot of people from Austin. So you'd have to go, you can go to from Dallas. There's a direct flight. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, My husband is from Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, There's no direct flights from Austin. I know that because I have a lot of business mastermind events in Austin and I'm never able to fly direct. I'm always so annoyed, but you can get, you can do Dallas. Do you host host retreats? No, I do host retreats, but I'm also in a business mastermind (laughs) because as a coach, I believe in continually being coached to get better. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure that will come up. Yeah. I'm in a mastermind and then yes, I also lead my own coaching and retreats and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and a lot of them are in Austin. That's, Really fascinating. My business coach lives in Austin. So yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I've seen them at certain networking meetings. It, it's a large city, but it feels small in a way with the entrepreneur group. Right. I bet if I showed you a photo of him, he, he's quite large. I bet if I showed you a photo of him, you might recognize him. That's fascinating. Yeah. So I want to dive right in. What are some of the challenges that you feel like you've overcame in entrepreneurship and how did you, this is not like a three-part question. How did you overcome them and how did it benefit you at the end of it and that you felt stronger coming out the other side? Well, entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart as we know. So the challenges, they change as you grow, you know? So if I look back, the challenges in the beginning were getting myself to go online and be an online entrepreneur and show up every day and 
have to show up when you sometimes don't feel like showing up or go on camera when you don't feel like going on camera or write posts when you may not feel like writing a post, but you're trying to grow, you know, you want to grow your business. So you have to just show up, even though you maybe don't always feel like doing it. I would say that that was a challenge for me. Also just getting, I was very uncomfortable on camera in the beginning doing Facebook lives or, you know, now it's Instagram reels, whatever it may be. So just overcoming those. And then also realizing that, uh, I really can't do it on my own. You know, in the beginning I tried, I tried all these different things and I just, it wasn't flowing <laughs> the way it could have been flowing. So I hired a coach, uh, I went through different programs and I, I'm still coach, like I just mentioned. So I think just some of those challenges were, like I said, just getting more comfortable being online, showing up when you don't feel like showing up and knowing that like, it's not easy, but it's very rewarding. So I think that's just a constant reminder through the entrepreneurial journey. Um, I, I don't have, if I, I can think of more specific challenges, but I just think that, you know, growing a team is you get to different levels. So first it's like building the business, then getting your, the income to be stable, consistent lead flow, and then it's scaling and then building a team. So each one presents its own challenge. Um, for me this year, uh, challenge was hiring and firing, you know, as you grow, that's, that's that next step. And I, I think that growing right. your team, I personally think that growing your team, picking the right people and scaling is much harder than that initial growth in my opinion. Yeah, that's a fa that's a great point. That's amazing that you brought that up because I think people hold off even yes. Yes. You know, because of how challenging it is. It is. I would like, say hire before you're ready because it takes time to find the right people. So if you're like on that cusp where you're like, oh, I could do this alone, but I don't know, maybe I need help. If you're feeling that, then that's the right time to hire. And you asked how I overcame it. I overcame it by, you know, working up my mind mindset, I do a lot of mindset work with meditation, journaling, grounding, tapping, always working with the coach, whether it's a life coach, an energy coach, a business coach, uh, and then taking my time hiring. In the beginning, when I did hires, it was too quick, too hasty. Like, all right, this person's fine. Get in this role, do this. <laughs> now it's really taking more time. We have a whole different interview structure. Um, so yeah, just, just slowing down and making sure that you're picking the right people. My mentor always says, hire slow and fire fast. Mm, I love it. I think it's very smart. Yeah, very smart. that's really smart. That makes a lot of sense because, wow, it, we have, I think, last time I counted seven people on the team right now that we pay a salary, so to speak, every month and they are doing various roles. And I agree. There's always the SOPs, that's the word. They, I always say that it's like a revolving document. It can always change and be edited. But I'm, I'm constantly also thinking, okay, if this person is understanding my SOPs, they need to be able to train someone else. They need to be so good at what they're doing that they can train someone else. Or the SOPs can train someone else if something happened and a new yes. person had to come in. And we're working on revamping them and making them video short video clips and i'm looking to hire a new person yes. to do you have that too it's yeah well we have sops and we have videos it depends on the position in the company some I, they yeah. all have they all have videos some have more videos than others like the the training for That's my amazing. have more in-depth videos and training than my training for my you know sales assistants for instance but yeah i i believe in all that and that was one of the things we worked on we worked on uh greatly this year so i think we kind of got off topic but yeah so there's a lot of challenges and you know, it, it's just like life It's like what I tell my clients on their body transformation journey. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows, but if you want mm -hmm. something bad enough, you'll just keep going. You'll stay persistent. You'll stay the course. 
You know that it's a journey. You know that there's ups and downs. How you show up in the face of adversity is what builds character. It's not how you're showing up when it's easy. It's how do you show up when it's going to curse. It's how do you show up when <laughs> how do you show up when stuff gets hard, right? When things get hard. That's what builds character. That's what builds strength. That's what makes you stronger in your business as a person, as an entrepreneur. Yes, and yeah, as a person, like the resilience piece. And exactly. I'm also a parent, and I feel like that's part of my responsibility of raising a human is yeah. to get them to be more resilient because yes. eventually I'm not going to be there or even right now Show them the hardships. She's in, yeah. she's in high school. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of hardships, I mean, things are going to happen. Last year, my, uh, in 2021, my father got sick in 2022, he died. I was still running a business. Oh I was flying back and forth from Maui to Florida to see him, but you know, you do what you have to do. You know, you don't want to let down your audience, your team, you know, your clients. So you do what you have to do. Show up in the best way you can in the given circumstance. No, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss and condolences. Okay. But you asked me a big challenge and I kind of, that was like one of the biggest challenges. That's a big challenge. I've ever, I've ever faced yeah. in this. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that because I think that's a missing piece a lot of times with the life and business balance. But how much do yeah. you share with your clients? And I've needed to share, you know, today I have this going on and yeah, that I pretty much tell them everything. Just I tell my audience wow. everything. That's amazing. If you go to my page, you'll see stuff about my acne, my nose job, my hair on my face. Like I'm not holding anything back. But, but how did you get to that? That did you have? Well, the next question is about resistance. And I'm curious, did you have a lot of resistance with sharing or being so open? Yeah, in the beginning. And how did in you? Yeah, in the, beginning, in the beginning, it was hard because then you share and then there's always trolls who like ridicule you, you know, like right. when I first started sharing my weight loss story. I lost 40 pounds. You know, I've kept it off for 13 years, but the initial weight loss took me like a year. And I still remember when I go on Facebook, I'm vulnerable. I'm sharing my story. I may have cried. Some troll hops on. It's like, took you a year to lose 40 pounds? That's so long. I'm like, really? And that's when I got my first taste of what internet trolls are. <laughs> so I had never really been exposed to that. I mean, like I got bullied as a kid. I was overweight. I had acne. Like I had really mean things said to me. So I was used to that like in person, but now internet is a whole different ball game. Cause I almost think people are more mean because they can't, mm -hmm. you can't, see them. you know what I mean? They're hiding behind the screen. So that was hard. Now I'm just like, I send love to these people and laugh at them. But at first it used to make me like have a breakdown because I'm like, I'm not going to go on and share my story. If people are going to talk crap about, you know what I mean? But yeah, you just, you, you build once again, that word resilience over time. And I realized for people to connect with me, they can't just know the Angelica now. They have to know who I was before, the struggles I had when I was overweight or had acne or started my business, whether it's a business coaching client or a weight loss client, they need to know that I too struggled starting my business. I too was overweight. You know what I mean? So they have to see all sides of me. I don't ever want to appear perfect. Because sometimes when you go to my Instagram, you do just see the current. It's like, oh, she has it easy. She lives his life in Maui. Like, woo, lucky her. It's like, no, that's not how it goes. Read the story. Read between <laughs> the lines, you know? Yeah. So I, I too constantly feel as if I'm somewhat reminding. Well, maybe not reminding because maybe they're hearing it for the first time. But I feel like I'm reminding people or I'm repetitive or repeating myself because I do want them to know that part of my story or like right. I went through bank I went through bankruptcy for example and then having a really successful this is my third company that's like amazing having, yes you have a huge story to share and people need to see that or else they just look at you and be like oh Allison has it easy right 
Yeah, yeah. It must be so nice. It must be so easy for right. I mean, so or I've had people tell me that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's people just so easy that. for you. <laughs> so easy. Oh, it's so easy for you. I'm like, not easy for me. This is hard work. Oh, you're so lucky you live in Maui. I'm like, no, we. I manifested this. I worked hard for this. I didn't just plop down in Maui. Like, not how it works. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're in a about thirty two hundred square feet right now, and my first apartment was nine hundred and something, and then the last one was twelve fifty, and this is our first time to live in a house. But if people, I mean, my daughter and I, when we moved in with uh, my fiance, who's now my husband, but when people come to my house now, they're like, "Oh my god, so big!" I don't know where you were before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I want to live in a like acreage and have and be you know eight thousand square feet like that'd be too I but in maui both. that would be like in maui that'd be 50 million dollars <laughs> wild wow. yeah. the prices wow. in, the prices in maui are quite insane i feel like they're going up in austin too but uh, but some areas outside you can still yeah. there's still a possibility outside. yeah outside of austin you can maui i mean it's like if you want to live on the beach you're paying minimum 10 12 million for a house on the beach oh my gosh i didn't realize that so you kind of have to be okay until you get to that point with a smaller space we live in a living. really nice beach cottage that's literally right mm -hmm. across the street from the beach um so we're fine with this and we do own a property here it's not it's not it's not on the beach but we own a rental property here um and if i was going when or if i do decide to buy a home it took for us to live it it won't be in maui because like i said like to get a nice enough property on the beach would be like at least like some of the ones by us are like 16 20 million and they're not even updated they're not even wow. like the style that we would want so to me it's like i don't see us buying a, a property like that here but we'll rent them we have a rental property here wow and and well this leads me to the next question we kind of already touched on it a little bit of how do you handle negativity <laughs> so i guess personally question, yeah. we're be, um, <laughs> online I go at him. No, I'm just kidding. I used to fly back. <laughs> the to real every... New York. The real right? New Yorker real comes out. Home. The New Yorker. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> comes out. No, the New Yorker does come out. It depends on the comment. So if I really feel a comment is, how do I say? For instance, like, let's say someone like, like kind of what we talked about. Um, what do you know? All I see is like big boobs and skinny waist, this and that. I will reply. Like actually I used to be 40 pounds overweight struggle with depression. I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. I, I will reply. But if they're just like really kind of petty trolley comments, I just report and delete. Report, delete, report. Oh, sorry. Report, block, report, block. Because mm -hmm. what I don't want to expend any more energy on these people. Um, sometimes if they're like really negative comments and, you know, maybe like, for instance, I talked about Ozempic, which is a, a I'm sure everyone knows what is that big mm -hmm. is a weight loss injection. I, I personally I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's a weight loss injection, which is mm -hmm. against everything I teach because I teach real sustainable, holistic, healthy weight loss in a natural way. So I'm very against it. So when I would write posts against drugs like that, I get a lot of hate. So with that, sometimes I just, I don't delete my posts, but I just may turn off commenting or, you know, just things to protect your own energy, you know, yes. and where, where I feel like overwhelmed with negativity, just from internet or whatever. I, I do live across the street from the ocean. So my thing is dipping in the ocean or going to the beach to ground. So for me, nature is really a cure for so many things. I think it's underutilized by many people. Like, yes, you can journal. If you're feeling a lot of negativity, you can meditate. 
Um, any of those things have worked. You could do tapping, you could ground, but for me, it's just like getting outside, getting out of my space, getting into nature. For sure, yeah. I will vent to my fiance, but what I really, what I do my best to work on and I'm trying to relate is to not like vent, over vent. Like it happened, feel the feelings, let it go. Don't talk about it all day, all week long, because then that just drains your light and loving energy, you know? Well, I, I feel, I understand what you're saying. And I feel like it becomes easier the more you do it. Yeah, for sure. Just like anything, just like working out mm-hmm. becomes easier the more you do it. Just like meal prepping, right? Anything becomes easier the more you do it. So yeah, first it wasn't easy. I wanted to reply nastily to every single comment, but five and a half years later being online, I'm not going to do that. And I built, you know, a million dollar business by not doing that so we're going to keep it that way i don't want to keep like i don't want to stoop to people's you know level in that sense that's true i i like that point you have to think am i going to their level is this worth my time and energy to reply right and And they don't really deserve your time and energy they deserve like you to send them energetic love because they're miserable anyone who can any any woman i any woman who comments negatively on another woman's content post photo whatever it may be is miserable herself because any woman that is confident and doing well in her life would never attack another woman. I would never go to your page and leave a nasty comment, even if I didn't agree with what you said, because I'm in a good place myself. I might see it and be like, oh, all right, don't really agree. Don't really like that photo. Move along. But I would never. You would never. But people who are really hurting inside, they reject. And that's what I've had to, that's what I've learned. And that's what I also teach my clients too when they're in situations where people are lashing out at them projection you know it's true it's usually something going it's almost yeah, always yeah. i'll just almost say always that. something yeah. going on with them and some trauma or way of yeah. reacting to something yeah, yeah it has nothing i i'd remind myself nothing to do with you too. at the end of the- yes yeah. and we just have to, yeah. up and, we have to show up and stand in our power because we have missions your mission is different than mine, but we're both here to help people in different ways. So I'm constantly reminding myself of that and my team of that. We have a mission. No matter what people are saying or whatever it is, we have a mission. Yes. And and part of my mission is to benefit women in not doing that, <laughs> like building each other up right. and build each other yeah. up. Yes. Empower each other. Inspire, empower, inspire. Yes. Yeah. Not tear each other down. Yes. As I was just thinking about that today, I, it almost brought tears to my eyes that I saw a a person in the Empire Life group posted about how she just had a, a major breakup. And then there was all these women saying, yeah, I went through that before too. And this is how I felt like when I had this experience and you're going to heal and you're going to feel better about it. This, she said that it was with a narcissist and i'm i still haven't commented yeah we i feel like they're attracted to really powerful women so if you're in a circle or network of powerful competent independent women most likely they've had those kind of experiences and i thought when one woman supports or every woman who commented it's showing out of hundreds more women look how she can support this person or just did it, it, it's like uh yeah it's beautiful it's like the butterfly effect or it just keeps yeah. going yeah i love that out and the magnitude and this is one of my favorite questions angelica is in your childhood as you mentioned uh, a few things about your childhood but like a story that you can think of it's reflecting on why you're passionate or why you do what you do now. 
Well, I grew up overweight. Um, I got acne when I was in sixth grade. So I got made fun of first for being overweight, then having acne. I also <clears throat> got made fun of for my nose. <laughs> I, I mean, I did get a nose job, but I still have a bigger nose. But yeah, I got made fun of like called Gonzo. So all that stuff really impacted me. You don't forget it. I forgive the people who said it to me, but it really impacts you. Um, you know, I didn't even have like a boyfriend till I was like, I think in college, you know, I was so uncomfortable. I was so depressed. I was so miserable. So all that impacted me because I don't ever want any woman to feel that way or any woman's children to feel that way. Right. Um, and when I went through that, my weight loss journey, when I was, you know, 13 years ago and I lost the weight, it was kind of like a gut punch for me to say, like, I was doing medical sales at the time. It was like a gut punch to say, no, this is what you need to do. It was almost like what happened to me in childhood was coming back for me to give back. Like, yes, you were hurt. You had like nasty things said to you because of how you looked essentially. So now you can help other people. And I don't just mean look better, but look better, feel better, right? When you release weight, you release energy, things that have been holding you back for so long, right? Trauma, thought patterns, things like that. So helping women release those things and start to just blossom and become the powerhouses that they deserve to be. So took me many, many years to realize that, but I, I think that those things in childhood definitely impacted me to do what I did today. Yeah, looking back and saying, I need to be the person that I wanted to guide me in those times in a way and then also just i'm gonna say it's hard to say make sure that no one ever feels that way but just working with women to ensure that they feel the best from the inside because you can look good on the outside but still be miserable on the inside so we do a lot of mindset work in the program because i know even after after i initially lost weight i still wasn't 100 percent happy with who i was on the inside because i was still identifying with a lot of old pieces of me so a lot of identity work too. I love, I love, that's definitely true. Like they, they both go together. Yeah. And I listen to a lot of eBooks or I'm always like, I try to do a few a month when I'm cleaning. I used to read them, the, the, the physical books. I, I yeah, I like find, to read the physical book. Yeah, me too. I always have one by my bed, but then if I'm doing something a little bit more monotonous, I'll put my AirPods yeah. in and uh, something well, that I've heard repetitively with manifesting and maybe you can, you probably feel similar or similarly, or you might want to comment on that too, about how we in our present state are with the mindset work that part of it is thinking or what I tell myself, for example, is, Hey, I'm a person, let's say who lives on acreage and has a house far enough from the road but you can't see it and it's, I don't know, 5,000 to 8,000 square feet and I have a guest bedroom or like you're kind of imagining what that would right. feel like, what that would look like. And then on top of that, what decision in this moment with that person, that future person make about how they want to drink alcohol or how they want to eat certain foods how they want to work out today, right. how would they operate in their day-to-day -day life? And I always aim to come from, and then it usually ends up happening because I'm working in a way, yeah. not against it. Aligned like, action. In a, like, yes. Yeah. Aligned action. You're taking steps. So you not. you can't just say like, Oh, I want this. I want to live in this house. Like it wasn't just like, yeah, I just, we're, we're moving to Maui and I'm mad if I did. I like, <clears throat> excuse me. I wrote in the journal, like the exact cottage we live in, but we started oh to take, 
Yeah, literally to a T, like to a T. I wrote it in my journal every day before we moved and it is exactly what I manifested. But we took aligned action. I moved my business online. My fiance moved his business online. You know, like we started to tell people, like you're, you do actions that follow the manifestation you want. There's a lot of steps to manifestation. And then your vision has to be super clear. You can't be too needy, right? You can't have that like needy lack energy about it. So there's a lot of things that people just think, oh, just like visualize and it comes. I mean, yes, you want to visualize, but it's not just that. Exactly. Right? And and like the, the neediness, do you also mean impatience? Well, impatience is another thing. Neediness okay. means that, that, that severe attachment to it. It's like what I tell my clients when they're attached to a number on the scale. Like let's say they weigh 150 and they want to weigh 120 and all they can do is hyper-focus on getting to 120. That is the needy energy. Like you're needing, you're grasping. The universe does not respond greatly to needy energy. Instead, letting it go and trusting the journey and trusting the process and trusting the universe will get you to your results, whether that's weight loss results, body results, new house, new job, more money, whatever it may be, but needy energy repels the support of the universe. So what is the other side of that? Like, for example, for your client, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of different steps, but what would you, if there was like one sentence of what to tell yourself? Believing and trust, belief is the most important thing. So believing that it's going to come to fruition without putting a timeline on it and trusting that it's going to happen. So having a focus on the goal, Having being focused is different than being needy. So you can be focused on it. You can have a strong desire for it. You can visualize it every day without the neediness. Does that make sense? It's a different mm -hmm. energy, right? It's like when you're younger and you really like a guy, but then he's not texting you, then you're all needy. And then you're like checking your phone 40 times. Then you start texting. Like that's needy. Why is he texting me? And it's like, then they never text you because you're needy. Right. But if you're like, if you're like, oh, I don't, you know, hopefully I'll hear from them and it's fine. And then all of a sudden you hear from them. That's exactly. Like, or you're like, I got a really basic example. But you get what I got saying. a lot of other stuff to do. I have a daughter mm -hmm. that's a teenager and I'm always telling her, you got to live your life. Even yes. if you have a crush on someone, just anything you can do to compartmentalize it, put it to the side and live your best life. Yes that's the way to succeed. <laughs> so with the manifestation, live your life, but still have it in your brain, still think about it, still journal about it, still visualize it, but just don't only focus on that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I love it. What traits about yourself do you feel like have really helped you in entrepreneurship and in your company and, you know, passing the million mark and being a psycho? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I hear about all founders. Other people. If you own a company, you have to be a little bit crazy <laughs> and intense. And I would say I'm tenacious. Like I do not give up. There's no giving up. Um, very tenacious, very persistent, and just a strong belief that I'm going to be successful no matter what I do. When I left New York, I moved to California to switch my career from medical sales to health coaching. I had no job. I moved. I had no job. I was just like, I know this is what I want to do. And I just trusted and believed that it would work out. And it did. Then I worked in a gym and I became the number one, one of the number one trainers in the gym. When I did medical sales, I was one of the number one reps in the country for one of the drugs I sold. I just believe in being the best that I can be, not necessarily being better than other people, but being the best that I can be in the current, in the given situation. Does that make sense? So that strong belief I have, which is built over time. That's not something you just like wake up with, but once you achieve something great. So for me, the initial thing was the weight loss, losing the 40 pounds and keeping it off and showing myself that I could help other women do that. So I had strong belief in myself because I achieved that. 
right? Then you achieve something in your career, then you have that to help you build confidence. So that's strong belief. And I really am, I'm tenacious, I'm pushy, and I just, I really don't stop. I don't give up. But also that that has its flaws too, because that's super type A, like my brain doesn't shut off. So I, I can set, I have to work on not micromanaging my employees. Uh, full full admittance here. It's just like, because you you know when you're really good at something and you built the business yourself in a certain way, you're like, I'm good at this, I'm good at this, I'm good at this, I'm not good at these things. But the things that you are good at that you have to eventually give away to grow, that's where like the micromanaging can come in. So that's, I gave my flaws at the same time I gave my, <laughs> my good treatment. <laughs> oh, I'm, I've been told that I'm type A too. So I, I resonate with everything you're saying. And I've had recent, it, it, I feel like it's gotten easier for me not to micromanage and to trust the process oh, as I have experienced more employees and hiring and firing and all of those. And I recently had an employee tell me, I really love how you don't micromanage me. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's come great. A long way. <laughs> you come a long way. I don't know if any of my employees did it. No, it depends. It honestly depends on the department in my company. So like my coaches, I don't micromanage, but sometimes with some of the newer, you know, sales assistants, it's a new role. So there's some micromanaging, but it's an area of improvement for me, I will say. But yeah, I think tenacity, if I had to like pick one word that has led me tenacity. to where I'm tenacity. I think yeah. I want to get a smooth on me, honestly. I, I love that. I, I, I have the word, I have abundance. And I was like, abundance, yes. I think I want to get the word to, to like tenacious. I just love that word. That's a perfect word. Yeah. Right? And, and conquering. I like that word too. Recently, someone said that on my Facebook group about having that energy of wanting to conquer what you're doing yeah. and i i yeah. always i have a, like a personal motto that i always tell myself no matter how long it takes me to get there i'll get there and a person who never gives up even if i take breaks sometimes who never gives up is unbeatable and so yeah. you, you're always going to figure it out no matter what. Right. And I, I like, I don't really believe in, in failure. I think the only way you actually quote unquote fail is just by giving up or quitting. Yes. What is on your arm? Is there a two? Oh, oh the other arm? That's, yeah. That's my dad's death date. Two, two, 22. Oh. Angel numbers. Yeah. Oh, that is an angel what? number. That That yeah. is an angel. Yeah. My, uh, my birthday is 220. That oh, was a lot yeah. of I thought it was a good spot for it. I don't want it to be like somewhere you I mean you can see it but it's not like so over but yeah I yeah, wanted to be really beautiful in a certain way and when he passed on that day I was like I have to I have to get this tattooed on me that's beautiful wow uh for as we before we hop off or as we wrap up Angelica what do you feel like are the top three concepts that you'd like to leave the audience with so For my sure. first tip would be if you are starting a business or you're an entrepreneur, or you're just really busy in your career, whatever it may be, do not make the mistake of forgetting about your health and your body. Your body is the main vessel that keeps everything going, right? Without your body, you can't carry the wealth. You can't grow the business. You can't move up in your career. So don't forget about your body and your health because it's, it's your home. It's where you live, right? And that's the foundation. And if that foundation is cracked and broken, you will only get so far in your business or your career. And number two, if you're new and you're starting your journey, you're going to get frustrated and it's okay. But we talked about that tenacity. Just mm -hmm. keep that belief that if you really, I truly believe if you're really passionate about something and if it's something you really want to do, you will be successful. Don't compare yourself to other people. Keep your eyes inward, turned into what you desire to do, whatever your passion may be, 
and you will be successful. Don't compare to other people making this amount of money or you see these posts about that. There's a lot of noise on the internet. Stay focused on you and your passion and you will be successful. And then the third tip would be to definitely get a mentor because I think Alice and I both agree, we have not gotten to where we are today doing it alone. I didn't get to this this way in my health, uh, my body alone. I still use a, I still use actually one of the coaches in my program uh, to do to do my health coaching. And then I have a life coach, I have an energy coach, and I have a business coach. Now I may have an extra amount of coaches. I'm not saying you need that many coaches, but you know the greatest athletes in the world, if we think about it, they have coaches. If you watch that Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, he talks about how he wouldn't have gotten to where he was without Phil Jackson and Scottie Pippen and all, all those guys on that team. And I'm not even a not um, a Bulls fan, but I am a Michael Jordan fan, which I think most <laughs> people are. But he talks about that. So remembering that the slowest way to learn is actually on your own. And if you want to learn quicker and do better and do things more efficiently, hiring a mentor in your field, someone who is a little bit ahead of you, not so far ahead of you that you can't relate to them. That's my advice. So they've been where you've been. They're a little bit ahead of you. They can totally relate to you rather than someone who you're like, whoa, oh, I got to get that person's amazing. Great. That could be your next person. But start with someone that's a little bit closer to where you are. Like they've done what you've done. They've surpassed you a little bit. Those are my tips. I love all Uh, of them. Those are all great. And that'll probably be one of the short. (laughs) Good. Perfect. Incredible. And thank you so much, Angelica, for being with us here today. And for everybody listening, you're going to see all the show notes at the bottom everywhere where this is posted to be able to get in touch with her, get started on your transformation journey with her if you feel called to. And did you want to say anything else before we hop off? No, this was a great conversation. I like how we we kind of talked about everything, manifestation, business, health, all the things. And yeah, the best way to connect with me is just on Instagram. So at the Angelica Vitrice, you can just send me a message. If you're interested, perhaps you're not ready to start your transformation journey, we have plenty of, you know, free guides, emotional eating guide, gut health guide, gut health grocery list, all the things. So you just send me a message and I'll be happy to share with you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you.